Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. Seasons greetings to everyone. This is my kind of weather. I don't know about you. Perhaps people want snow for Christmas. I don't care if we never have snow again. But I heard birds chirping this morning. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. Our phone number is 724-836-7440. Our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. A gentleman in his mid-70s wanted suggestions on how to improve his circulation. Some of my suggestions are Megacal, Ionic Minerals, Ginkgo and Hawthorne, and Vitamin E. Uh, But first, a report on our uh, inept government agencies. The NIH, that stands for National Institutes of Health, recently updated its guidelines for the year. Not only did they dismiss the health benefits of Vitamin E, they made the outrageous claim that it's potentially harmful. That's how people get ideas that vitamins are harmful. And the NIH wants all of us to stop taking our vitamin E supplements immediately, entirely, as soon as possible. Once again, our public health authorities couldn't be more wrong. Vitamin E isn't a single nutrient. It's actually eight vitamins in one four tocopherols, four tocotrienols. Together they make up the most important fat-soluble antioxidant that we could ever take. It's sometimes that second group gets overlooked, the tocotrienols, but the real grow old without aging strength of vitamin E lies in the power of its tocotrienols. Make sure the one you're taking has all eight, Uh, Ours actually has selenium as an addition. Good to take them all together. Numerous studies have shown that these eight vitamin E components stave off coronary disease, reduce inflammation. So that makes it a really powerful heart nutrient. But vitamin E's benefits go far beyond the heart Uh, Other studies suggest that vitamin E can regulate your brain's activity to receive and use DHA. That's why you take them all together. So if you're a regular podcast listener, you probably know that we're fatheads. Our brains are made up of 60% omega-3 acid fat, and DHA makes up 40% of that. In the brain... Uh, DHA is a critical component of neuron membranes. When neurons lose membrane integrity, they can't function properly, you can't think, you can't remember, etc. Vitamin E gives your brain the material it needs to rebuild, recover. It's our first line of defense, taking supplements against damage to this very important organ. Of course, they're all important. Um, Tocotrienols play an important part of almost every function in our bodies. 
They're powerful antioxidants. They sop up free radicals. As we know, we don't want free radicals. They're biochemical molecules that are linked to cancer and aging. Also, tocotrienols, that second set of vitamin E, so four tocopherols, four tocotrienols, are hugely important as a grow old without aging nutrient because they protect and lengthen your telomeres, which are the caps at the ends of the chromosomes that determine each cell's biological age. Longer telomeres signify more youthful health, shorter ones signal faster aging and means that you're more prone to chronic diseases and reduced life expectancy. I wouldn't take anything other than the one that we have. Um, it's four uh, tocopherols, four tocotrienols, and selenium. And it's also good for breast health. So people who um, want to not get breast cancer, that would be an important part, part of the program. So it's really good for a lot of things. I heard about this through a customer because I do not listen to the news, watch the news, have anything to do with anything that's news. Um, they, they told me about a school shutting down because of norovirus and said to me, well, what can you do with that to not get that norovirus? Well, when you support your immune system, it doesn't matter what the pathogen is. Let's recap, shall we? So first of all, let's say silver shield because it kills over 650 disease-causing microorganisms. Doesn't matter what it is, um, it, they, it eliminates them. And the really obvious thing is to wash your hands. <laughs> So did we not learn anything from the quote unquote pandemic? Enhancing our immune system competence reduces risks associated with RNA coronavirus or any viral, bacterial, parasitic, pathogen. There is much nature offers to reduce risks and avoid infections. Exposure is widespread, illness is not. We have, um, perhaps you felt tired. You didn't catch anything, but you felt tired. Well, you would be a person whose immune defense and repair systems recognized the virus and neutralized it effectively without symptoms. So we want to reduce our risk of infection and cytokine storm as well as long COVID. Host hospitality. So, you know, we it's the holidays. We want to be hospitable to our guests, but not to pathogens. So host hospitality is what makes people greatly at risk. The recommendations are known to boost your immune defense and repair system and reduce infection risks if you are exposed, making you more resilient and inhospitable. So a hospitable host is one in whom conditions are right for a pathogen to take up residence. 
due to essential deficits of required nutrients and excess of anti-nutrient toxins. Conversely, a healthier inhospitable host, I hope you all are inhospitable host, is one in whom a foreign pathogen is unable to infect because of protective sur surface or mucosal immunity and innate immune responses designed to engulf and recycle anything foreign that gets past the mucosal surface. Comorbidities, underlying issues, known risk factors have complicated matters in catastrophic cases. Um, you know, it's almost like in the high 90s of the severely affected people, they have comorbidities. So if you have um, high blood sugar, you're adult onset diabetic, you're susceptible to COVID-19 infection, as opposed to those who keep their blood sugar at healthy levels. So when all predictive biomarkers are at their best outcome goal values, RNA viruses do not pose the same risks. So if you are, are a smoker or you have been a smoker, <clears throat> if you take medications, count how many pill bottles, you know, pharmaceuticals you have that you take. Um, <clears throat> medical conditions seem to abound in older people, but your age is not important, your birth age, your functional age is important. So if you <clears throat> haven't really done anything to improve your health, you're probably an older person with comorbidities, intensive bioavailable antioxidant mineral um, <clears throat> vitamin herb supplementation has generated multiple reports strongly suggesting that when nature's nutrients are used, you don't get as sick or you don't get sick at all, or if you do get sick, you're you recover quickly. <clears throat> Nutrients are essential. Essential means we must ingest them since our bodies are unable to make them, like vitamin C. Uh, acute depletion of antioxidants, especially vitamin C and vitamin E, is being increasingly recognized as a hallmark of COVID-19 infection. About 80% of severe cases have shown deficits in vitamin C. Well, of course, um, low levels of vitamin C can cause early red cell destruction due to iron and other mineral oxidation and damage to tiny blood vessels. When you take nature's fully buff buffered uh, vitamin C, which ours is buffered and time release, and you can take a lot of it. Um, very highly recommended. And vitamin D is a neurohormone that helps regulate cell division. It's important, important in many systems designed to renew the body, particularly when combined with vitamin K2. So take your krill oil. Uh, we need zinc and magnesium. So 
that reminds me of a story. Um, <clears throat> person did not regain their sense of smell or taste and said, I'm taking zinc, I'm taking everything you told me to take. And I said, are you taking magnesium? No, no, I'm not. So about <clears throat> uh, one and a half weeks maybe after taking magnesium, sense of smell and taste came back. Cellular dysfunction states are, occur when vitamin C and magnesium needs are unmet. So at its core, sustained health is about what people eat, drink, think, and do. You can take action today to boost your immune and re defense and repair system, improve tolerance, and reduce excess immune activity while reducing infection if exposed. So let's all enhance our uh, healthy methylation to improve detoxification by making dietary staples from garlic, ginger, onions, um, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, eggs, and eat the yellow part. If one more person says I eat the egg whites, that is so old and tired information from the 70s eat the whole egg. Why do you think it comes like that? Avoid non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen, acetaminophen. And if you have a fever, let's just say that's your body's way of trying to get rid of pathogens. It activates immune defense and repair mechanisms. I mean, 107, I will say that is, that's excessive. But, you know, a slightly elevated temperature, people freak out. That's your body doing what it's supposed to do. Um, and eat fruits and vegetables and sea vegetables and herbs. And yeah, you got to sleep. So if you're not sleeping, that's your immune system can't be at its very, very best. So holiday traditions, uh, one of mine is pizzelle making using my mother's recipe and my aunt's pizzelle iron. I put a lot of aniseeds in and aniseeds uh, come from fennel, right? They're also called fennel seeds and they've been used as a digestive aid since the days of the Roman Empire. Um, <clears throat> they help to treat uh, abdominal anything happening in your digestive system so if you've ever been to an Indian restaurant I didn't ever see any around here I did in New York um, they have a small dish of candied fennel seeds mixed with plain fennel seeds near the cash register so it's like an after-dinner thing because it aids digestion Fennel's ability to aid digestion is one of why it's part of one of the most famous herb, herbal duos, catnip and fennel, a popular remedy that has settled the tummy of many colicky babies. Fennel seed is not only um, a carminative herb that helps ease gas and colic, it's an antispasmodic which eases cramping and pain. It's completely safe for newborns and children, and it uh, kind of has a mild sweet flavor. Catnip does not do to humans what it does to cats. 
So let's just get that out. It's a, it's a calming herb for people. Besides its beneficial effects on digestion, fennel is a mild expectorant, especially for children. It's good for bronchitis, wheezing. Fennel is also helpful for the urinary system. It's a gentle diuretic. It's even been used to aid the passing of kidney stones. Nursing mothers can benefit from fennel because it stimulates the production of breast milk. It sweetens the milk, making the milk more palatable to the child and reduces digestive upset in nursing babies. In, uh, so you, you can eat fennel as a vegetable. It forms a bulb at the base of the plant, which can be harvested as a vegetable. It, it's crisp. It has a milder fennel flavor than the seeds. It's a healthy medicinal food. Um, it helps ease constipation, irritable, irritable bowel syndrome. Um, and it's also an emotional remedy. Like many members of the parsley family, it's a large, open, airy plant. You know, the top of it, you have to kind of cut the top off if you're going to eat the bulb. Um, but it's a deeply rooted perennial. The person who needs fennel is too airy. They're like airheads. They overthink and overanalyze things. Like the person who sent me two Christmas cards, and I didn't even send her one Christmas card. So I called her and thanked her, and she said, oh, that's just me being an airhead. Um, they have trouble. This is the emotional part of fennel. People have trouble expressing their emotions. Um, they have excess energy in their minds, a lack of energy in the gut, and results in frequent digestive upset. So the person requiring fennel as an emotional remedy needs to be more grounded. So um, the bottom line is that fennel helps you digest things, not just your food, but also your thoughts. So if you spend too much time in your head, <laughs> fennel may be the perfect remedy for you. And another uh, Christmas herb, Contrary to popular belief, some biblical scholars now believe that Jesus was not given gold at his birth. So when I was um, a little girl in Catholic school, one of my favorite stories was the birth of Jesus and the visit from the three wise men of the East. But there's one part of the narrative that academics are beginning to think was lost in translation. They're questioning if the gold presented to Jesus I mean, really, would you really give a, a baby some gold or would you, would, were they referring to the color gold? So if the other two wise men brought frankincense and myrrh, probably one of those, uh, the gold color was a healing herb used to cure disease. Perhaps the third gift was a golden spice more valuable than gold, curcumin. It's an ancient Eastern root that has been used for at least 6,000 years as a medicine. Curcumin is one of the most powerful anti-inflammatories we know of. It works by blocking your body's inflammatory command center. So 
if you think of your body that has a switch that activates more than 400 pro-inflammatory genes, it's a molecule called nuclear factor kappa B, NFKB. Nearly 98% of all diseases are controlled by this one molecule. And why don't people tell you that? Because they wouldn't, the medical profession wouldn't make any money if they told you that this. Um, but it can't stand against curcumin. Studies have shown that curcumin deactivates nuclear factor kappa B, NFKB, to knock out the aches and pains of arthritis better than any kind of pharmaceutical over-the-counter prescription that the medical profession has to offer. Um, so in, in one study, they have had people with osteoarthritis given curcumin three times a day or a prescription non-steroidal anti-inflammatory three times a day. The researchers found that curcumin was more effective than the drug for pain relief, but without the dangerous side effects. So there's that. Um, but this healing and restorative herb, curcumin, goes beyond treating pain. It enhances memory in just three months, fights dementia by clearing amyloid plaques, prevents type 2 diabetes with a 100% success rate, slows the aging process by keeping telomeres long and protecting mitochondria, improves mood and fights depression, protects your heart by promoting healthy blood pressure and reduces, reducing levels of C-reactive protein, targets cancer cells and eliminates them or slows their replication. With more than 600 health benefits backed up by more than 6,500 scientific studies, I could keep going, but I'm gonna move on. Um, not only holiday time, I say every day is a good day to eat garlic. Um, <clears throat> have you ever thought about how much money people could save if they knew how to use the herbal remedies that they can get at any grocery store like in the produce aisle well not of the grocery store that i go to um, but uh, in virginia i went to a wegmans and their uh, organic produce section was bigger than the entire produce section at my local grocery store and the produce section at mine is you know, like two feet long and three shelves, or not even that long. Yeah, maybe, yeah, two feet long, three shelves. That's about it. Um, but we have a lot of supplements at Herbs to Your Health, so we get a lot here. So going to the doctor and getting a prescription for an antibiotic, um, which is harmful, they could just take garlic. Garlic is a natural antibiotic, and I personally have used it in place of antibiotics for many things. While broad-spectrum antibiotics, um, people take them all the time. They have some drawbacks. They're prescribed for health problems that are viral, 
which are colds, sore throats, bronchitis, earaches, and sinus infections. Antibiotics aren't helpful for viral infections, and even the CDC says that 30% of all antibiotic prescriptions are unnecessary. In addition, they can disrupt the friendly flora in the gastrointestinal tract. This is where garlic shines. It has the advantage of being antifungal and antiviral in addition to being antibacterial. It's also antiparasitic and helps promote the growth of friendly gut bacteria due to its high content of mucilage, which feeds friendly bacteria. Um, so garlic does have something that people don't like um, it's odor if you have to be around other people they probably wouldn't appreciate it unfortunately there's no way around the smelly part because the best antimicrobial compound in garlic is allicin which is formed when raw garlic is chewed chopped or smashed so if you're gonna eat raw garlic cloves chew them up with your teeth this releases an enzyme called alanase, which converts alanin, a substance with no smell or taste, into allicin, a volatile sulfur compound, which kills bacteria and fungus, along with parasites like ringworm. It also helps rid the body of many viral infections. It's a lung remedy. Um, once allicin gets in the body, it's it tends to be excreted through the lungs, you know, when you breathe out and people smell garlic breath. Um, however, you can drink liquid chlorophyll and nobody's going to smell garlic breath or take our high potency garlic, which is coated in chlorophyll. So it won't give you garlic breath either. Uh, dental abscess, you know, if you have a an infection you can put a thin slice of garlic and coat it in olive oil and then stick it between your gum and your cheek over the abscess you have to change it every few hours but it rapidly takes down the swelling and eases the pain um, you can put garlic in your ears I've seen people walking around with garlic cloves in their ears it's an infection fighter um, so there's that and I forgot one of the uh, cr another Christmas herb in the Christmas Carol we three kings the wise man who brings the gift of myrrh says myrrh is mine its bitter perfume breathes a life of gathering gloom sorrowing sighing bleeding dying seal sealed in a stone cold tomb so um <clears throat> the bitter side of life is what cleanses and purifies the souls I guess it rids us of what we no, no longer need what doesn't serve us um, if you ever tasted myrrh the essential oil is what I'm talking about it is definitely bitter but it's a very effective infection fighting herb it can be used both internally and topically to rid the body of infectious microorganisms. In fact, myrrh is so antiseptic that it was used in embalming practices. 
um, the mixture was, they also used aloe vera, I'm sorry, aloes, which is a plant different from aloe vera, sorry. I always thought it was aloe vera, but it's called aloes. Um, but it, that prevents decomposition and foul odors. Uh, myrrh is an antiseptic. It's also an astringent. Um, so it can help your gums. As I said in the last, I think it was the last podcast, if you want to have really healthy gums, um, it, you put a drop on your toothbrush after you've put silver gel, xylobrite toothpaste, dip it in the black walnut and white oak bark, put a drop of myrrh, and you'll have very healthy gums. Um, <clears throat> okay. A 63-year-old wo woman had a quadruple bypass one, no, that was a man, sorry, had a quadruple bypass one year ago. Um, and I said, oh, so did you change your lifestyle? And he said, absolutely not, and laughed. And admittedly, he eats, quote unquote, nothing but junk, zero interest in supplements. I tried my best, uh, and he was not going to be a believer, but he had so many toxins in his body. Toxins are what, you know, you might think, well, it's that actual junk food with those trans fats and terrible stuff in them. To me, it's actually the toxins. So that's what causes all of that. Um, <clears throat> so even in 2021, heart disease is the leading cause of death. Um, cancer is the second leading cause of death. So when they focus in the news about COVID and Omicron and Delta and whatever letter of the Greek alphabet they're going to come up with next, which you need another booster for, um, they, they skip over, gloss over the two leading causes of death, right? So processed vegetable oils increase your risk of hardening of the arteries. A high sugar diet, high levels of insulin, etc. So um, at the first person, you know, the first thing that I would think of is Megacal. Um, which protects the hearts from free radical damage. It, inc it includes um, CoQ10. We need a lot of antioxidants like Tygo and Super Orac and krill oil, uh, maybe some sugar rig, improve your blood flow with uh, blood pressure X, manage your anger and stress with liver balance, distress remedy, passion flower, anxiousness, NutraCalm, ashwagandha, an adaptogenic formula. Hawthorne strengthens the heart. Capsicum stimulates blood flow. Magnesium prevents spasms. Vitamin E prevents blood clots. And vitamin D3 reduces the risk of heart disease. And of course, vitamin C. 
and we have to eliminate toxins. Um, one of the most important compounds in every cell that every cell in our bodies produce, well, if you have a healthy body, is glutathione. It's antioxidant. It's required for the repair and manufacture of cellular proteins, the repair of DNA. It's a detoxifying compound and it has immune system effects. So you could take milk thistle combination and acetylcysteine and eat your cruciferous vegetables. And finally, um, I would like to share with you how to have unconditional happiness. So two conditions to unconditional happiness. Number one, the degree to which you believe that you are good and have the power to create the life you want to live. And number two, that the universe is good and is supporting you in your desire to have the life you want to live. As a thought in your mind, it might sound something like, I am good, I have the power to create the life I want. The universe is good, the universe will support me in creating the life I want. Unconditional happiness is totally dependent on what we believe. It's how we interpret everything. How you see will determine your level of happiness. This makes your joy and peace free from any conditions. When you're looking, when you're the one looking for silver linings, you're the one to find them. How you see is what you get. You'll see it when you believe it, not you'll believe it when you see it. Having a positive, hopeful outlook doesn't mean easy. Life has challenges, but living with the knowing that you are good and, and that the universe will support you in that process is a totally different experience during life's challenges. So maybe ask yourself some questions. Do you feel that you are good even if you make mistakes, even when things go wrong? Do you feel you have the power to create the life you want? Do you feel the universe is good? And do you feel the universe will support you in your desire to create the life you want? Belief is a choice and you get to make a choice every single day. So I think um, having those beliefs will help you have a meaningful life that uplifts the entire world. Thank you very much for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Talk to you next year. Bye.